Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, 07. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And let me uh, pray for today. Heavenly Father, I just want to breathe you in for one moment and ask you, God, just to come into our lives, come into today and uh, transform our world, transform our space, transform our community, our work, our schools, wherever we may be. Uh, be with us. May your spirit uh, transform our lives. Uh, may you actually call us to a new place. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Oh, happy day. It's the message day. Oh, Romans yeah. six fifteen through 23, and this has a subtitle. What is true freedom? Is it longer than ever before? It's about the same length oh, as others. So it impressive. is more like an actual paraphrase. All right, good. So since we're out from under the old tyranny, does that mean we can live any old way we want? Since we're free in the freedom of God, can we do anything that comes to mind? Hardly. You know well enough from your own experience that there are some acts of so-called freedom that destroy freedom. Offer yourselves to sin, for instance, and it's your last free act. But offer yourselves to the ways of God, and the freedom never quits. All your lives, you've let sin tell you what to do. But thank God you've started listening to a new master, one whose commands set you free to live openly in his freedom. I'm using this freedom language because it's easy to picture. You can readily recall, can't you, how at one time, the more you did just what you felt like doing, not caring about others, not caring about God, the worse your life became and the less freedom you had? And how much different is it now as you live in God's freedom, your lives healed and expansive in holiness? As long as you did what you felt like doing, ignoring God, you didn't have to bother with right thinking or right living or right anything for that matter. But do you call that a free life? What did you get out of it? Nothing you're proud of now. Where did it get you? A dead end. But now that you've found you don't have to listen to sin tell you what to do and have discovered the delight of listening to God telling you, What a surprise. A whole, healed, put-together life right now with more and more of life on the way. Work hard for sin your whole life and your pension is death. But God's gift is real life, eternal life, delivered by Jesus, our Master. All right. I liked that. I thought that was nice. And I thought the way he dealt with explaining the freedom freedom language rather than slave language was much more nicely done and less patronizing. (laughs) Good. Because it's Good. easier to picture. Yeah, yeah. And not easier to picture for you because you're stupid. <laughs> but he implies that it's easier for him to picture. It's easier for both of us. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's much more inclusive, I think. That's good. That's yeah. good. I, I like I, to think I, this I did is like the it. way that Paul actually would have spoken, maybe. I did like it. Verse 19, it's, I'm using this freedom language because it's e- it's. Easy it's easy to picture. picture. And then you good. can readily recall, can't you, how at one time the more you did just what you felt like doing, you know, it's something that yeah. you think, yeah, I can relate to that. And yeah, not caring about totally. others, not mm-hmm. caring about God. That was really and good. how it makes your life mm-hmm. worse. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. It's very true. I thought it was a very practical, uh, very practical explanation of the text. Um, so you did really well. Eugene, you did well. Well done. Well, here's the, the question for today. Uh, it's actually not really a question. It's more of an instruction. And uh, it goes like this. Discuss with a friend or a loved one the concept that giving 
your will over to Jesus is the key to true personal freedom. So discuss with I a guess friend or loved one. that means that you're my friend or loved one and or. And or? Yeah. What about both? Okay. It's and or. Oh, so man. in this Mark. case, we, we cover the Mark. and. You're going to change the question, man. All right. Yes. Yes. So uh, discuss with a friend or loved one the concept of giving your will over to Jesus is the key to true personal freedom. Okay. So let's break it down. Why yeah. would why would we have the idea that it's not the key to true personal freedom? Oh, that's good. I like that. Because we have to start there, right? So I think that comes from the idea that giving your will over to anybody or anything... Means that you're controlled? Yes, is the opposite of true personal freedom. So and is it's it really, just kind of a... And, and I think that's actually... That's always the perception, right? If I don't do that, if I, if I don't give you my... If I... Sorry. If I actually give you my will, then I'm not in control. I'm not free, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So that would be the case if you gave your will to anyone else, I suppose. Mm. Except for when you give it to God because he's your creator and knows you better than you know yourself, mm. then presumably he would influence you to do the things that you would do if you were acting with your full set of faculties. And if we don't is give our will and if we don't give our will to God and we give our will to what Paul's saying here is that if you don't give your will to God, are you giving your will to yourself or are you giving your will to Satan? I don't think he clearly says that, does he? I think that he's actually saying you are either slave master to God or you're slave master to Satan. But why can it only be two things? Why can't you also be a slave master to yourself and to... Because he says that our nature is broken. Yourself is the same thing as Satan. Mm. Our nature is broken. Okay. And so he's saying that there's two ways. What is true freedom? And I think that's Well, I guess it's either you're with God or you're not would be the two ways. Yeah, that's two But I'm not sure if Satan specifically comes into it. Like he's not mentioned. There's no, true. There's no he mention has, he has, of Satan. He hasn't actually mentioned here. Satan. That's true. So it feels like that would be something that we could talk about. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Uh, he if talks about when. he talks about this old tyranny um, and the old way of living life. And, well, the old uh, yeah. tyranny being sin. Mm-hmm. And sin being the root of it being from Satan. But he doesn't say that. No. <laughs> that's my not only here. point. That's We're fair. looking at what's in the actual text. Okay. Without, right. without, without any, without any context, with, without any. Well, no, text without before. adding stuff that isn't there. It does not say Satan. He's in not the, talking about Satan. There's nothing to, is, to indicate that he is talking well, about Satan. There is. Show me the word that indicates that there's a being, a supernatural being, being talked about here, who's controlling anybody. You're right that it doesn't say in verses 15 to 18. It doesn't, say, it doesn't say Satan. Right, or in but, verse 19. Uh, or verses 20 through 21 or Absolutely. 22 to 23. So, Does it not mention at all an idea of an evil being at all up no. to chapter 6? I don't remember up to chapter 6. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Okay. It's just said the same thing. I don't remember an evil being, actually. I feel like he's just said the same thing over okay. and over and over again for six chapters. And right. It's pretty much been oh, this. Enough. And circumcision. And circumcision. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway. That's fair, um, That's fair enough. So the idea would be that you give your will over to Jesus. Yeah. Now, what I don't understand is how, practically speaking, this is one of those you know, buzz phrases that people mm-hmm. have, give your will over to Jesus. Well, how do you do that? Like, how do you give your will over to anybody? How do you, practically speaking, do that? It's kind of like um, anytime you tell yourself that you have to think something, that just doesn't work. You can't do it. Um, hmm. So I don't know what it looks like. Again, it's one of those abstractions that I can't figure out how that works. How do I know that I'm giving my will over to Jesus? How do I know that I'm not? You can, we've talked about this before. Our capacity for self-delusion is pretty much 
infinite. So you can all the time think that you're giving your will over when you're not. So how do you even know that you're doing it? Well, I, I would believe I would believe that uh, the way that you submit your will to God um, is actually inferred from other stories in the Bible when it talks about uh, where David talks about uh, himself committing himself to God. Uh, yeah, but what did he do? That. What did he do well, that signified that he was giving yeah. his will over, other than talking about it? I think you actually have to say it. I think you actually have to say to okay, God. Okay, but I, I could say it, and it wouldn't mean that I did it. Really? Absolutely. I could say, hey, God, I'm giving my will over to you, but it wouldn't well, mean that I am. It wouldn't well, yeah, mean that I'm I still guess, doing yeah, it five could. minutes from now. Yeah, you could. You could actually say that you love someone and not actually mean it, right? Well, you can say all kinds of things. Yeah, you can true. say anything. So what they're hoping and what God's hoping is that you actually mean what you're saying. You could even mean it oh. and not do it. Oh. You know how we talked yeah. about addiction issues yesterday? Yes. You could mean, hey, today is my last drink. Yeah. I mean, you might have every intention of that being true. People do all the time, and they don't follow through, right? Yeah. So I'm saying that if we believe that we have a fallen sinful nature, which yes. there's every indication that we do, yes. then what's to say that even our best intentions come to anything? And how do we judge them accurately Okay, so from so, a flawed point of view? So the way that it works is like this. Jesus, the way that Jesus explained it in one of the, the best stories that I know of in, in the Gospels where he talks about this is, where he talks to Nicodemus and he tells him, um, the Spirit of God comes upon you and and he is the one who actually encourages you to respond. Mm-hmm. And you will you will sense in your in your design, your heart, you will sense in your design your heart to actually follow God. And when you know this, you will actually desire to like seek God. And you can respond by saying, Yes, I wish to seek God, I wish to respond to the Spirit, or you can say, I don't want to respond to the Spirit. I don't want to respond and I don't want to follow God. That's your choice of where you want to place your will. And your will is that you have a desire. Like, I have a desire to get up and I will go on my bike or not. That's my will to decide to do that. Uh, Will I get out of the bed and go do that or will I not? And that's the will that we have. Okay, so in order to give your will to Jesus, do you have to have a desire to do it? Well, I think that's exactly the question that we have to think about and what is the motivation behind it and where does that motivation come from? So why don't we ask everybody to think about that question and discuss that with your friend or loved one, the concept, the question that we have today, giving your will over to Jesus is the key to true personal freedom. Where does that motivation come from? Does it come from the Spirit? Does it come from yourself? How do you get that to that place where you can actually give your will over to Jesus. What motivates you to that place? That would be really good. Let us know your thoughts and we will connect tomorrow. Look after each other and live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.